Laser House. Welcome to this episode 204. I'm here with David and Lewis. Ooh, low energy, Bobby. Very low energy, Bobby. That's low energy? Yeah, man. Because I, really, I, I felt some energy come out of my body on that one, too. Though. <laughs> uh, how, how are you guys doing? Hmm. Uh, I, I was feeling Same. well, and then... Yeah. Just other, just other stuff that's happening that just didn't pan out the way... Wanted it to kind of ruin my days. Yeah, well, I mean, I was I was just um, telling Bobby that like I have this weird kind of like low level, low grade headache right now. Um, it's not really enough to be like, man, I got a headache. It, but it's but I, I always attributed this feeling to boredom. But I'm not bored, and like I was, I've been doing stuff all day. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Been drinking lots of water. Been I don't know. All, all my all my other stuff seems normal, but for whatever reason, I've just got this kind of cloud over my head. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh well. Yeah. So uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. another another galaxy loss, huh? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what the cloud over your head is. But yeah, could be. Could be. There ain't no raindrops coming down, but uh, but yeah, I'm 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 certainly feeling that. Like, um, I think the normal like BS level and and kind of like uh, trying to find positive things uh, out of the, the the team this year is is gone for me. They've 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 broken me. They've 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 broken my soul. You guys. I mean, Galaxy history basically said I have no more hope for this team. I mean, you guys, the, yeah. the team broke. Galaxy history. I mean, that organization should be ashamed of themselves. Oh man! I mean, like this. Uh, honestly, like the level of the level of, uh, of of play, the level of of cohesiveness, the level of effort. It's enough to break anyone, man. I think I, I, I think even Ted Lasso might feel broken after this. <laughs> you know, all all the hope, all the hope that I had in this team is gone. Yeah. It. Well, I mean. I said that earlier in the year uh, during the MLS back tournament. I said, I'm done with this team, or at least I'm done with the hope that this team can recover or that this team is going to change. And then they go on their four game winning streak where they, you know, turn it around momentarily. But I kept a cautious, you know, um, optimism, you know, okay. Is this for real? Are you going to revert back? Because I'm not ready to just say everything is back and we're headed, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're now we're, we're going where we want to be. I was very, very cautious about, you know, like you don't just make that type of 180 out of nowhere. And apparently they do because they've done it twice. One, you know, going, going one way and then going right back the other way. And um, in a matter of big swing, like, man, big, big yeah, pendulum, huge, huge, huge swing. And so now we're back to where we started, uh, where we were at in the tournament as far as morale in the uh, the fan base being very, very low, uh, asking for uh, heads to roll in the organization. Uh, we're back in last place officially in the Western Conference. We're way out of – well, not way out of – but we're out of a playoff spot, obviously. And, you know, it's same same story, new week. But you no, know, what else? And we say this. We've been saying this. What else can we say that we haven't already said about this team and the the way it's playing? I mean, the, the this last loss is just another in a line of horrible performances from this from this team. Yeah. So it's and now it's it sucks that you're doing it um, against another poor team. Another team that you're supposed to beat. That I don't want to say it's an easy victory, but it should be an easy victory. And well, what 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 I think bothers me the most is the excuses. The excuses that are coming out. You know, I heard a lot of people talk about the quality of the field uh, in San Jose, and and as I pointed out during the game, like, look, we were here, we were there, what three weeks ago? We know what that field looked like. We knew what to expect. You know what I mean? Like, there's one thing if you go to uh, somebody's crappy field and you didn't expect that and your players aren't able to adjust, but you you went right back. You knew what was what you were expecting and they right. didn't prepare properly. 
Um, and they just, I mean, you know, the, the, that field is bad, bad. It and is. I think bad on purpose. Um, but again, like that's the field you, the other team is playing on the same field as you are. Um, sure. They might be used to it, but you know, that's the, that's the beauty of having a home field. It's, uh, that's literally the home field advantage there. I, I'm not going to other teams went in there and won. Right, exactly. Because uh, I'm not going to use the field as an excuse. Does it play a factor in the level of performance that you put out? Sure, of course. I, I and that goes true for anywhere else on the planet. Okay, um, I know people cry foul for for certain things. Uh, look at uh, when you look at World Cup qualifying, and you're going up to Azteca Stadium, uh, a, a city that's in high altitude, so there's uh, less oxygen with smog written air. Um, you're gonna you're gonna struggle, and you know a lot of people have cried foul. That's you know it's an extremely unfair advantage, but hey, you know like that's just that's the nature of the beast. Uh, the same thing can be said about Bolivia's uh, a stadium in uh, in La Paz, who is even higher in elevation than Mexico City, and uh, many many teams struggle up there because of the same reason. It's it's uh, it's hard to play a soccer match in there, but. Again, like you know what to expect. You know what you're getting yourself into, as you said. It doesn't catch you by surprise. This is not the first time you're going into that stadium. Um, you should be very well prepared for it. And it's not an excuse. Um, I don't care how crappy the field looks. It That doesn't affect your, your heart, your ambition, your, you know, the, the, the passion that you have when you're playing the game, this, the tactics you know, might shift a little bit uh, to make up for, okay, let's not do this, you know, uh, to, you know, whatever. But you have to outplay an inferior opponent. But it turns out we're the inferior opponent. So go figure. Um, but yeah, it, it's not an excuse. We are a bad team. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. I had said that, um, you know, at the, the start of the um, the second phase after the, the tournament i said find me a game where you can score a point uh i don't see one uh the galaxy shocked us all and after you know their unbeaten streak guess what they've yet to register a point so that is the galaxy i expected this is the galaxy that i have seen more often than not and this is the this is the 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 current galaxy state right here. It's not the four games that we won. That was a fluke. Um, this is it right here. Um, I've, I've seen this more than just these past four or five games. I saw it um, in the first two games back in uh, February, March. I saw it through the MLS's back tournament and I saw it last year. Uh, we already, again, we, we've talked about this. This is uh, you're playing the same type of style, except that Zlatan bailed you out on uh, a lot of those games. And, you know, um, we're right back to the GBS out train. Uh, everybody else seems to be, or most people seem to be on the GBS out train. And uh, once again, we're um, it's gotten so bad that we're right back on the Klein out train. And I don't think we ever left that train station. No, we just no. kind of forgot about it um, momentarily because uh, after the the signing of DTK of, of Teclosa and and Scalotto, we figured okay things are going to start turning around and hey we start spending money again hey we're going now to South America we're finally catching up to the rest of the league so there was a genuine attempt to try to write uh, to you know trying to write the ship here you're trying to make things better you're trying to do things correctly you're not hiring you know um, your buddies, you're not hiring an inco incompetent person. Uh, you're actually doing what you were supposed to be doing, but we're right back to square one. And, you know, uh, we're right back to square one. Um, I would say probably less than square one. Uh, if, if that's the term, I mean, I know that that's, back to square one is the term, but I would say that we're probably further further back. Um, again, this is something we've been talking about for weeks, if not months. Um, this is a, a, a team that is, or uh, I don't even want to say a team. This is an organization that's lost its way. It's broken. It's 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 in shambles. Um, 
the expectation level has gone down so far that I I can't even be mad about what's happening because this is what we should have expected out of this. And and that makes me sad and disappointed. But I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do when, and when you prioritize certain things? Um, I, I mean, obviously there's nothing that, you know, we can do. We, we hope for the best and, you know, that's, you know, we, we, we're trusting that the people in charge are supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, we've had, you know, through all this turmoil, through all of this collapse, it's a collapse uh, of what was once a very proud, you know, club and organization. During this fall from grace, we've had a lot of turnover. We've had four coaches. Not, not the right these, kind of turnover. In, in, yeah, it's, it's, right, exactly. And that's the thing. It's not the right ty- uh, kind of turnover. We've had four coaches in four seasons. And, I mean, that's that's not a good look at all for any team. I mean, that that right there is an indication of where this team, that, that this organization has been for the past four years. Um, we've had players come, come and go. Uh, signings that were supposed to make a difference or signings that were ill, you know, uh, I don't say ill-advised, but, you know, I mean, obviously not the correct decision to make. We've had, um, you know, players being called up from lower divisions, uh, come play for the, for, for the the first team, and uh, they've come and went because they didn't pan out the way they expected them to. Uh, there's been, you know, plenty of scapegoats along the way. Um, there's, uh, you know, the, the, there's a P minus thing, which, you know, for the record, he should have been fired, but he should have never been in that position to begin with. And through all this, all, all the, the missed playoffs, the drought of trophies, the longest drought in our history, the drought of MLS Cup appearances, also uh, the longest in our history. Despite all the turnover, despite all of this, there has been one constant, one constant through all, all this. And it's Chris Klein. It's not a coincidence. It's Chris Klein. We know where the problem is. Well, I mean, I think that the ineptitude of Chris Klein has been well documented, not only here, but on on a bunch of the other podcasts. Like even the ones that were friendly to him at one point, I think, have have now kind of uh, spoken the the truth in, in, in that it's it. A lot of it probably lies on him. Um, well, as you said, there's not, there's not a lot. I mean, yeah, I mean, and as you said, there's not a lot we can do right now. Uh, it, we as fans, uh, other than put pressure on, um, put pressure on, on the club through, you know, through our actions, through our words, through, you know, social media, obviously we can't be there at the stadium to make, to protest, you know, we can't put, we can't hide client out, uh, you know, um, uh, banners somewhere in the stadium and, and bring them out at a key point in the game or anything like that um so we just have to hope that aeg does the right thing and and <laughs> I, I would i mean i'll go as far i'll go as far as to say that it's probably uh dan beckerman and, you know, here, here's the I thing mean, i think I, dan beckerman more than anything is the one that you gotta point the finger to right um, and, and, and I, I, so i'm sorry go on, i'm sorry no, no i was gonna say and and i know people have said in the past like look if you're gonna, if if the club is not gonna have ambition, if AEG isn't gonna care about the galaxy, then sell the club. But for me, I, I I've said it again and again and again. AEG has all the money; they have so much money. If Philip Anschutz were to sell the galaxy, we might be, we might feel more ambitious at first. But uh, you know, there isn't gonna be a, like an Arthur Blank that's gonna come in. And buy the galaxy. You know, if, if if anything, knowing the way that things are going right now, we'll get a uh, uh, who's who's the guy in Columbus that uh, moved to Austin. What's that guy's name? Arthur Precourt, more than uh, Arthur Blank. I the, here's the thing. I, I get it. I I I said this. I was one of the ones who said, you know what? If you're not going to care about the galaxy, then just have someone else you know, take over the club who is going to care about them. I get it that the galaxy are 
way down the list of levels of importance um, when it comes to AEG. I get it. I understand. The argument of it's a bad take because AEG has all the money. They have an infinite amount of cash, um, an infinite amount of resources when it comes, especially when it comes to MLS. I mean, this isn't baseball where, you know, $300 million contracts are now going to be, you know, a norm for half your roster. This is very, I mean, this is pennies compared to, you know, other sports and, you know, and pennies compared to what AEG is worth and what, you know, the other products they have are, are, you know, are worth. So all these infinite resources, it doesn't mean anything if you don't use them correctly, if you don't have the right personnel overseeing how these resources are being used. And it doesn't mean a goddamn thing if the people who are in charge of it don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care how much money you have. If you're spending it foolishly and there's no, there's no, you know, sign of, uh, well, I, I guess at this point it would be change. But if, if you're not showing any signs of, hey, this is a good product. This is where we want to be. We're winning titles. We're winning games. Everyone is looking at us, you know, uh, with awe. And everyone's talking about us because we are, you know, taking over the league or we are buying the best players all while winning every game we can. I mean, we used to be like that. No one's talking about, uh, about us like that anymore. Then what's the point? What's the point of having all those resources? There's no point. None whatsoever. So, I mean, I, it might be a, a, a dumb take, but I'm kind of in that, in that position where like, you know what, if, if you don't care, then just sell them. You know what? We might be better off. It might be a, a bad decision, but you know what? We're pretty fucked up right now. We're in last place. We haven't done anything in the past five years. Nothing. Nothing at all. We made the playoffs once since then. It was last year because of one player that willed us there. That was it. We're going to miss the playoffs this year. We've missed the playoffs uh, you know, the previous two years before last. We're going to miss it again. If nothing changes, what you think it's going to happen next year? No. So what's the problem? So just give us to someone else who actually would at least genuinely try. Maybe they fail as well, but they're trying. They're tr- they're actively wanting to to have a good team. They are actively trying to get us back to where we want to be, where we're. I'm not even sure where we're supposed to be. I think we're, we're exactly where we're supposed to be right now, unfortunately. Well, yeah, given so, the team, the, given the, yeah. the way that the, the, the roster is built and everything, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think we are where we're supposed to be, and it doesn't matter. I think you, you said it best is that we're foolishly spending the resources because we are spending the money. The yeah, money yeah. Is, is being spent. But This is where I'm going to like say, uh, look, if you think Chris Klein is going to be fired after this season – you are sadly mistaken. The guy got a five-year contract extension after the team that he runs had the worst season in club history. After the 2017 season, he got a five-year contract extension. So you think he's going to be touched after this season? Are you kidding me? Nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing at all. That's also extremely upsetting but let's keep going down let's just say you know Klein stays in there you know he tried to say okay you know what I'm not gonna handle the soccer part of this I will handle the business part I'm gonna let another business part is now affect I mean it's been affecting the soccer part but obviously you know the the, the Chicharito signing was right a business decision it is it is absolutely 100% and I get it. You know, the, a lot of you are saying, like, look, Chicharito doesn't fix the defense. Absolutely true. Chicharito does not fix the tactics. Absolutely true. But, you know, that's still handicapping a team that's already limping. So, I, I mean, you know, I get that it's not all his fault. But he he certainly has a big, big target on his back because he's making a lot of money. He's not performing. He has never performed since he's come into the club. And it's it's just a shame. He, he's, he's set up to fail. He is set up to fail. And the thing is, I, I think the criticism is fair. I understand. Like, I mean, you can have it both ways. 
That's the, and I, I think we talked about this the last episode. You can have it both ways. You can say Chicharito doesn't fix the defense and he doesn't fix, you know, a lot of the stuff that is plaguing this team. Um, doesn't affect the coaching staff. I get it. But if you're going to be the highest paid player in the league, you can't. You, you, you can't perform the way you're performing. You can't go MIA for the entire game. You know, right, you're not responsible for the midfielders that are unable to get you the ball. You are on, you know, I, I get that. But at some point, you have to look at this guy and say, look, this guy has been completely ineffective, whether it's his fault or not. He's been completely ineffective. And I think part of the reason why he has such a big target on his back, aside from being the highest paid player in the entire league, but the reason that most people assumed he was signed under is that he was signed to sell jerseys. It wasn't that he was the best possible player that you could have put on the field. It wasn't that he was the best possible player that you could have afforded or the best possible player that fits in the system that you're trying to run. It was a guy that was pandering to a certain fan base. I don't think that's, you know, I think that's pretty well known and to sell jerseys. And for what it's worth, I mean, it got people's attention. We talked about when he was signed. Co-workers started talking to me about the Galaxy. They, oh my God, did you sign Chicharito? Nobody said that about Zlatan. Or very little people said that about Zlatan. But everyone started talking about Chicharito. So they got the attention that they wanted. Okay? They got all that. That's their primary reason. That's the problem. The primary reason wasn't about the play. It was about the what you said. The business end of of the organization. That's a problem. That's where the target comes on his back or a, a big part of it. Okay. Um, and if I'm DTK right now, honestly, if I'm the closest, I am furious. I'm absolutely livid at what I'm seeing. And I'm not even talking about, forget about the team, forget about the, the, the team itself and the poor performances. Because if I'm the closer right now and I'm working with my coach that I hire, that I've been, in communication with, uh, I mean, I assume that I'm in constant communication with, and I'm we're working together to rebuild this program. What do you need to be successful? Who do you want? What do I have to do to make this team successful? What do I have to do? What tools do I need to give you to finish this project? And as far as we know, based on the, the, the cap based on the uh, you know previous administrations you know shortcomings about the lack of depth and the way you build a team and the way they really screwed future generations on those you know salary caps and on you know those the 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 signings that they already had okay i'm still bringing in people i brought you pavon i brought you gonzalez i brought you in katai I brought you it. You wanted the jet back. We re-signed him. You wanted Stairs back. We re-signed him. You wanted Felcher back. We re-signed him. I've given you every opportunity. So if I'm DDK, I'm furious. And I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, I've given you all these tools. So either A, you asked for the wrong tools. Or B, you don't know how to use said tools. Either way, you are now putting my job in jeopardy. Why are, are you, why is now the closer not pulling the trigger on this guy? Because now all of a sudden the closer might be on the hot seat. I think that's a little unfair because he's made one bad decision. It was Coloto, but he's got to fix that error. He has got to fix that error. I I don't know if I don't know if I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he's made one bad decision because I think he's missed on a lot on a lot of players. Um. Zlatan is the only like de facto like home run. That but he's he, but that wasn't him. That was Karofsky. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like that was Karofsky, and Zlatan basically asked to come in to come. He basically told the Galaxy, "I'm coming to you guys, um, make it happen." And everyone else that to close it has brought in, I would say, has been lukewarm at best. I can't think of a single player that he's brought in from the outside that is like, wow, home run. No, you're right. But 
let's say that. So I don't. I don't think. Look, I, no but, one's but, gonna, okay, but, no one is oh, going to excel. Yes, no one is going to excel. No matter what kind of player you are, even if you're a talented player. I mean, look at if you look at look at it on paper. If you look at it on paper, this team is a really nicely stacked team. But with this coach, no one can flourish. It's the, like it's the 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 language. I, I don't mean uh, literally the la- a language barrier, but there's like a barrier between them understanding like the team and this coach. Like it's just, it's just not working. He needs to go. I, the, the thing is, is I, that's where I was going with, is that you, what if, what if Yoni Gonzalez was a home run? What if Fabio Alvarez was a home run? Well, Yoni, we've only know? seen for a few minutes. So just hold on. Right, right, right. I mean, you're right. You're right. But, uh, you know, what, or what if he's a home run? What didn't happen? You know, what if Fabio Alvarez was a home run? What if Antuna yeah, was a that's, home run? That's, that's, but, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but, you know, Bobby's right, is that with this current coach, it's it's just not happening. Yeah, and, and I don't even I don't even know if it's the coach because this is this is something that's Caloto, this is his second year. And we've been bad for five years. So I don't think it's just Scaloto. I think it's yeah, the culture been... of the team. I mean, we've talked about. But we this. talked it's about the, that, right? It's it's we've... it's the organization as a whole. I feel like it's broken. It's lost its its desire to be competitive. Its desire to to be ambitious. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it, it sucks. That's that that is oriented. That is what it is. Here we are at this point in time. But, but what you're saying, the culture of the club. And all of this, I mean, honestly, who does that fall on? Can you put right. it? Can, it's on, can, it's on Klein. It's on, exactly. it's on Beckerman. It's on, it's on the organization of the Galaxy. I, I, I forgot who it was. Someone had tweeted out. I don't remember who. I might have been MLS Buzz. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was MLS Buzz. But, like, you know, months ago, um, he was talking about, you know, presidents of you know of clubs i i don't remember which president exactly he was talking about it might have been atlanta but i, I doubt it because atlanta's doing so shitty right now but it um he was talking about team presidents and he said like you know they're not just suits they're not just there you know to put a face on and they come out whenever they oh, need he, to. he was talking about the lafc president the left that, that's right that's right that's right and so um and by the way look at that he left and look what lafc is doing right now that's not a coincidence and I believe I, I believe him because it's true. That president left, and all of a sudden, LAFC is not the team that they were last season or even the year the, the year before that. You know, say what we say about them, fuck them. But you know, they won games. They couldn't win the the you know the games that mattered, but they got everyone's attention, and they were winning games, and they looked good doing it. So he leaves. All of a sudden, what's happening right now? Like I I. Obviously, like the same personnel is there, coaching staff is still there. Nothing changed. A couple players left here and there, but now all of a sudden the team looks lost. And again, throughout all this turmoil, this drought that we've had, what's our constant? It's Klein. This is him. It is, you know, he is just a suit. He doesn't know what he's doing. There's plenty of evidence there. Plenty of evidence. He needs to go. The culture of that club needs to change. And it starts at the top. And then it's going to trickle down. And But I, I don't have hope for that. I mean, if again, if, if he got a contract extension at the worst possible time that our club was going through, why would I believe that there would be a change now? They must have been happy about something back then. Why wouldn't it be now? You just signed Chicharito. Right? That's all that mattered. You got the attention you wanted. You're getting jersey sales. Everyone's talking about him. Not in a good way, but everyone's talking about him. I was going to say, not in a good way. Like, right. I think I think maybe that, time, that gamble yeah. is going to bite him. I, I, I think that by the, the gamble of signing a guy like Chicharito and, and putting him in a system that is not suited for him, we thought it was going to be. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's very obviously not suited for him. Um, he's, he's going to fail and like it's gonna bite him in the ass i really do think that this was kind of a hail mary move uh on klein's part and i don't um, think it was a hail mary move i think this is the guy that he wanted 
that they, we talked about. This was I mean, the everybody always guy that was out there, him, right? Like you, you, you sign him because he's a name. He's the most, you know, recognized uh, player in in Mexico history, and and well, I'm pretty you know, all sure when you, I'm pretty sure when you see his name on the list, he's going to be the most enticing one for the market. Yeah. So that's pretty much why. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it, like I said, it is what it is. And now we're at this point and the, the question now becomes, how do we move forward? Do we improve? How do we, how does the rest of the 2020 season play out? As, as Lewis mentioned, um, I don't think the galaxy is going to make the playoffs. I think unless they go on another run and, and this team is wildly, wildly inconsistent in, I mean, you think, well, if they go on another run, I would say they're wildly inconsistent. If they keep losing, then they're consistently bad. At least we know that. Um, there's a lot of, there's going to have to be a lot of bad, uh, I mean, a lot of, of bad contracts that expire at the end of this year. I'm hoping um, what, what the, the, you know, the, the, the unfortunate part is, what if you, we talked about, you pull. You should have pulled the trigger on GBS after the MLS is back its tournament because then whoever new coach was going to come in has a month to kind of prepare and get ready and get the team ready. Um, now everything is right on top of each other. So you make that move right now, and there's no, you know, you you throw the coach into the fire, and the the the, the question becomes who do you bring in. Who do you bring in that can just step in right away? It's going to be Dom Kinnear again. It's going to be Dom Kinnear. Yeah. Again. Okay. So, and, so and, here, and that and that is 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 again a, an organization that is broken because they don't know what to do. They don't have a plan beyond well, there's this guy that's here already that maybe we can use and maybe we'll salvage something. And then you know what if they bring in an, another coach and they retools the the team and they perform better under this coach. And then they make roster decisions based on that little bump that they got from the coach. And they sign the players who have been performing poorly to longer contracts. You know what I mean? Like we need we 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 basically need to to again once again wipe the slate clean, start over. It's impossible to do that in MLS. So unless you're starting from the beginning, you cannot do that in MLS. What you can do is you bring in a coach that has a philosophy and you let that coach build out whatever it is that they're going to build out. But you have to stick with the program. I think GBS has been given long enough. He's done. You know what I mean? Like there was there was a part of me that went, well, he hasn't had time to really, really find his feet. And to me, he's he lost ground really fast and now he's just sliding. Um, so it's time to just let him fall off the cliff. Uh, so do you fire him now or do you fire him at the end of the season? I, I don't really think it matters. If it was uh, me, I, if I it, think look, it, I think it matters, but go on, Bobby. Well, there's two different things. There's one is what I would do and what the galaxy is going to do. Right. What I would do is now what the galaxy is going to do is not. Not even, <laughs> and not even next season. He's here why, for next season, you guys. Why now? Why? Why, why would you? Because I'm tired and- of it. Like I'm, I'm the type of person's like, you know, you, you, you keep burning up my, you keep burning my toast every morning for breakfast. I'm fucking tired of you. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. So for me, I also say it's now, and, and the reason I'm saying is now is like, look, you don't have a permanent replacement I, at least i i doubt that you would have a permanent replacement right now i i it would if you did have one in mind already you had one in mind back in i'm assuming july in, is um, mcgee free is mm. McGee- <laughs> well the name uh, i heard the, the, the name i heard is robbie keen robbie keen to me yeah. that'd be a huge mistake yeah i <laughs> huge agree. mistake yeah um uh, th- there was uh there was i would a, actually uh, like to see pers- it though no not right if it's now. a mistake not, or not, not right now. now. Not with this roster. Like you bring in Robbie Keane, but you bring in Robbie Keane when you said it, when you're you're ready for him to succeed. You don't bring in yeah, Robbie Keane to put so. together whatever shamble shit show this is. I yeah, guess I, mean, I just want to see like one episode. Jeez. I w- <laughs> well, but it's going to be like a pilot, Bobby. It's going to be one show and that's it. You're going to be done. You'll never hear from them again. 
Yeah, you well, know what I mean? I mean, do you want to blow that opportunity? That. Do you want to <laughs> blow that opportunity on a guy like Keen? Yeah, Keen's very forgiving after he gets <laughs> drunk enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Uh, more, I was more going practical back and jokes, forth. though, Bobby. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, really, kind of crappy practical jokes, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they were fun. They had the their they had their own charm. Yeah, I was gonna say they they had yeah. the charm. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was going back and forth with a Twitter follower who is very, you know, uh, uh, on the I, I need Keen to be the coach train, and you know, I understand why you would do that, but uh, for me, I, I I was telling him like, no, like, look, he, he's got sure he's got credentials, but so did GVS, um, probably better credentials. I mean, yeah, then, 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 then GVS Robbie actually, Keen. yeah, uh, succeeded um, in in yeah. a league that's presumably tougher than ours. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, and in a, and in a tournament that is the toughest in this side of the country, I mean, it's, uh, it's this side of the world. I mean, so, it's no U S open cup, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess. Um, I mean, you know, can you do it in the, in the winter against Carolina Railhawks? Uh, That's what I want to know. Right. You know, that, that really is the barometer here. Um, and by the way, I think GBS fails that test. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> we definitely lose to the Railhawks yeah. or the Switchbacks uh-huh. or the Switch- the, the Silverbacks or whatever other weird sex position sounding <laughs> that, name there yeah. is. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I love Robbie Keane. I, I miss Robbie Keane, but at the moment, it's just it's not the right guy. He's definitely not the wrong uh, the right guy. He also will be put in a position to fail. And um, he, he's right now. He's just unproven. Like there's could he succeed? Sure. But I'm not ready to hand over the keys to. You know, I mean, let's be honest. It's also, I mean, it's also the perception of that the boys' club. You know, Robbie Keane is still part of that boys' club, right? You know what I mean? He he played with, uh, he played and was you know was there under Klein and and no, that's that's uh, yeah. It's just like I said, I, I I maybe sometime down the line I would like to see him, but I want to see him. I want to see what he's capable of doing in you know on another team. It, it's one thing to say I was, you know, I I saw this way. Uh, I saw how this guy coached, and um, and I'm an assistant to you know whoever the head coach is. It, it's a lot different when you are the head coach. It's it's very very different. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, I mean, you know, GBS was a, a great player uh, under Bianchi uh, in Boca. Um, he obviously has to have gotten a lot of tutelage from that guy, and uh, like I said, he he, he found success in, in Argentina. Just it, it's not translating here. Um, you know, he might have understood the, the the game in Argentina, but he and he was an MVP in MLS. I I, I know it's evolved since 2008, but I, I just I, I mean it, the the lack of just adaptability that this coach has displayed is unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't it's just it's remarkable. Uh, but but th- that being said, you know, uh, simply because you're a great player doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach. And uh, also, just because you're a great coach in you know on one team doesn't mean you're going to be a great coach on another team. Um, so th- there's things that you know certain coaches understand about certain players in certain leagues that translate better. Uh, look at Oscar Pereja; it, it has been a very good MLS coach. Uh, goes down to Mexico and he's probably mediocre at best. At best, he's mediocre. Uh, Bob Bradley's another one. He, you know, tears it up in MLS. Um, and you know, for you know, for what it's worth, I, I, he actually went out around the world and found, you know, success compared to other, um, at least at the time, uh, other MLS coaches. You know, he got to coach a, a, a national team, and you know, he got a shot in the uh, in the Premier League. But he also was set up to fail, and so um, you know. He's obviously never going to go back to Europe. His chance is done. And he comes back to MLS, and guess what? He starts winning games again. So um, just because you're successful in one place doesn't mean you're going to be successful in another place. I think this is uh, a huge uh, – what we have currently right now. Um, so you know, whoever that next coach is, whenever he, he gets brought in, I mean, this guy has to be vetted you know, pretty tough here. But I mean, um, you know, that's I. I think that we thought that TBS was vetted. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, and I get it. Sometimes 
you know, you thought you hit a home run and it just doesn't work out. You know, not every signing player or coach or whoever is going to be yeah, a but success. It, but I get you, it. But it's up to you to then say, hey, it's not working out. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's, and this that's, is, that's on the that's on the club. That's on the on right. the on GBS. That's on the president it, of, the, of the, the club. It's like uh, I don't know if you guys saw Chris Rock's monologue um, on SNL this week where he said, like, it's crazy that. Uh, you know, somebody has a job for four years, no matter what. If you hire a cook that makes everybody puke every night and, you, you know, you go like, hey, why don't you fire the cook? And he's like, ah, he's got a four year contract. I don't know what to tell you. We just yeah. got to throw up for four years. Yeah, it, it really you know, is. That's what I feel like it's happening right now with the galaxy. Yeah. And, and it, it, it it's almost also, you know, that arrogance that we were talking about, like, you know, th- there's no accountability here. And so I don't want to admit I'm wrong and I'm going to, you know, ride this out until, you know, the contract ends and then part our ways. And I'm going to save face when in actuality, you're not really saving anything. And you look just even more incompetent and, you know, stupid by not, you know, switching up. And just waiting to get to the point where the wrongs are all back to right and they don't have to answer to anything. I, that's basically I mean, it. And that's kind of like the galaxy privilege that we were talking about. Um, yeah. You know, that arrogance um, that that is plaguing the organization right now. And, you know, nobody wants to accept responsibility for what is going on. And, um, you know, it's just it's, it's an extremely depressing time. Um, it's been depressing for uh, quite some time now. And uh, I'm right back to where I was, where, you know, this team is not going anywhere. It's it's not going to go anywhere. It, it, it's exactly where it needs to be right now. It, it, this is where we deserve to be. And, um, and I'll keep saying it. Um, if nothing changes, whether that's, you know, the coach remains or Klein remains, the organization is okay with this. They are 100% okay with this. You know, don't let anyone tell you differently. Don't let anyone tell you uh, that that's not the truth because it is. It is. If, if they were unhappy with this, there would be a change. There would be an immediate change. But they're okay with it. And they're telling us that they're okay with this. I'm not okay with that. And nobody should be okay with that. But this is the state of our team right now. It's, it really is depressing. And if you're reading. Well... If you want to talk more um, depressing, maybe not infuriating, but um, the uh, the Galaxy have lost some players this week. Uh, yeah. Jar- Jonathan Dos Santos has gone to uh, play for Mexico in a meaningless friendly. So we will be without Jonathan. Maybe some, maybe given his current uh, uh, form, maybe that's a good thing right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the the silver lining is that uh, Roll Filter. Yes. Also reported to Venezuela, and um, so I think, um, at least for right now, this helps the galaxy. Um, it, <laughs> I don't it, it see would how it's interesting. No, it's detrimental. Ahead, I don't see how it's detrimental. That's all I'm saying. It the the, the only the, the only way that you know if you're talking about you know if you're asking someone who's a little bit more level headed and you know Rolf Felcher, I know people say. I'd rather stick a traffic cone up there. And obviously it's a joke. You know, you don't really mean that as much as you say you do. You don't want a traffic cone out there. Um, how big he, is if it? you lose, if you, <laughs> how big, how well, big I mean, look, if you, if, if you want a traffic cone, it could be worse. It could be uh, people Gonzalez, right? Because that can happen. Well, that's, that's where I'm going is oh. that uh, when, when, when you're, when you take out Ralph Felcher simply because he's not, in the lineup, you now slot Araujo in that right back spot. Now Araujo is a yellow and red card waiting to happen. I think he's starting to build that reputation that he's pretty reckless right now. Um, aggressive, yes, but he's also reckless and he hasn't really learned, you know, how to control his emotions, his actions, or when to like. Look, this is a proper tactical foul. Um, even though that my next yellow card, I can put the team in a big hole by not being in the starting lineup or not being on the team period. So he's still young, but it's, 
he's got to learn that, but he is a yellow card waiting to happen. You take him out, he gets, say he gets a red card or whatever in the next game, guess what? You don't have a right back anymore. You don't have a right back. And what David said, you put you have to put people Gonzalez somewhere, whether it's right back or in center back, and you have to move somebody else. You have absolutely no depth in that position. Even if Rolf is on the bench and you put a Rahu in there, if something happens, you can put in Felcher and whatever. You, you put in Felcher. Um, you have a Rahu that can come in maybe even as a super sub if you don't want to start him for whatever reason because you want to use him for offense later on. Um, whatever it is, how it's detrimental, it, it hurts our depth. That's where it, he hurts us. Um, and as horrible as he is and as, as much I, as I don't want him on the team, you have to replace him. You can't just say, okay, we're going to cut you and we're just going to play shorthanded the rest of the way. You can't do that. You can't do that. Same thing with people Gonzalez. You, you, you can't play shorthanded. You can't just cut a player and not replace him with literally anybody else. You know, Presumably, that's better. You have to go out and replace the guy. So um, that's what hurts us. And so it does hurt us. Um, that he's going to be gone in case something happens. And he's going to be gone for an extended period of time because not only are you missing games, well, we're now playing two games a week from here on out to the end of the season. You're also um, have to come back and quarantine for like 10 days or something once you get back. So he's going to be out for a good chunk of games. So is Jonathan. Um the silver lining is that Pavon did not make Argentina squad, so he will be staying with the Galaxy. Um, minus Chicharito, this would be the lineup that won those four games. And I'm sorry if that put hope in anybody's uh, heart right now. It was not meant to. I'm just pointing it out because, I, again, I don't see this team winning and getting any point the rest of the way. I don't see a game where that's possible. Neither do I. I think uh, zero points probably over the next six games is 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 just it's, about right. I think it's fair. I think it's I, more. I mean, than you fair. know, given, given last time we said that. No, nope. I'm not even. I'm not even doing a reverse <laughs> jinx here. I'm really not. I, I get it, but I am not doing a reverse jinx here. I, I genuinely don't. I mean, I, I no. I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. No. It's, it's a bad team. It's a bad. I don't know. Team. It's a bad no. team. Your knee. Yoni Gonzalez. Come on. No, I don't know. Uh, that was <laughs> I'm like, just, throw, oh, I'm just throwing it at him. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> Say it again? I was trying to find the tune. I was like, uh, maybe he'll find it. Nope, he, uh, he did not find it. <laughs> I found it. You didn't hear it. You, you got to go back. I thought you were going like Davy Crockett, but uh, I don't know. Oh, now I hear that. No, I wasn't doing yep. that. I that's, hear that. That's now. what I heard. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, man. Given given the what we have, um, again, it's it's a team that when you look at the starting eleven, you go, mm, maybe that's the ideal starting eleven minus Jonathan, obviously. But um, y- you know, player 12, 13, 14, 15, not not good, not good. I mean, consider the fact that. Chicharito got subbed out for Ethan Zubak <laughs> against San Jose. Like that to me, if that's a if if that's not a confidence killer, Jesus Christ, man. He got you subbed out the, for Ethan Zubak. You know what the thing is about Chicharito? Chicharito in that game, here's the thing. Like uh, obviously you guys know that um during the um uh, media availability and he was talking about how you know i think i think it was josh who asked him about you know the criticism that he's getting and i don't know, you know nothing about that yeah i don't know not, nothing about that yeah and of course every player is gonna say that david bingham said it even though he's very well aware of what is being said to him yeah. uh chicharito is very well aware of what is he is being said about him because it, because if you if you pose that question if i told you hey what are your thoughts about this guy talking shit about you your first reaction, if you honestly didn't know what they were saying, would be like, who and what are they saying? But, I mean, that's a natural reaction. You'd want to know what is yeah. being said about you and who's saying it. But he knew, he knows. He 100% knows. I mean, Bingham, so, Bingham said it. Legit said it. Yeah. I mean, said it. Yeah, you know 100% I mean? like, that all, these players yeah, know. Of, of course. Of course he knows what's going on. Right. He's seeing it because... As as far as other that's people, just a, have, that's what you're supposed said, to say. Like even in his Twitch stream, people are <laughs> going on his Twitch right. streams and talking shit. Right. So he knows. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean. He 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 sees it, and yeah, and 
I mean, like, here's proof that he saw it. Now, it's not saying much, but the guy was more active in this game than I've seen him any other game previously. You sure. know, uh, uh, the last game, or I don't know if it was the last game or the game before that, where, you know, the clip of him just kind of like, you know, the pass wasn't at his feet. It was ahead of him. And he just stopped running. Like, yeah. uh, okay, that clip. I know he saw that clip. 100% he saw that clip. And he saw what people were saying about him. And all of a sudden, what's he doing against San Jose? He's fighting for the ball. He's putting pressure on the defenders. He's going at, He's running after the defenders. He's running after the goalkeeper yeah. when he has the ball. He's actually doing all those things. So to say he, that he you looked, don't know. He looked like, I would say for about 70% of the time that he was in the game, he looked like he gave a shit. Right. And that's what I was going to say. This is probably the most active that he's been, or at least uh, the, the most he's tried to put himself in the game. It's not saying much, but there was a difference. Okay. So I kind of give him credit where like, look, I'm trying right now. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely out there trying to make a difference. Um, and this is where you can fault the other team. We're like, well, the other team ain't doing shit either. Or the other team ain't doing shit. They're not getting me the ball. They're not, you know, they're not creating any chances. How many chances did they create the entire game? Like, I, I think statistically it was like four. And, I mean, most of them were half-assed. One of them was that the goal came in, which is a fluke, because you barely generated any offense after that. Um, you couldn't even complete 100 passes by halftime. How's that even possible? Against San Jose, of all teams. How's that even possible? So, I I just, uh, you know, I mean, for, like I said, for what it's worth, he he, he tried harder um, to, to, you know, make his presence known or at least try to get himself involved in the game. But, you know, I mean... Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I I don't know what else to say. I, I it's, you know, it's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. If you're not scoring, you're not winning, you're not doing anything. It's it's not going to cut it. I don't care how hard you try. It's not cutting if the results and the productivity isn't there. Well, we uh we have Portland on Wednesday, uh, and then uh, Colorado after that, and then we go back to are we back to San Jose or? Uh, is San Jose going to come to us? Uh, I will check that. I'm, I'm um, looking that up right now. Uh, no, no, no. We're we're hosting San Jose. Uh, right. So those so those are the next three games. Uh, again, uh, we're at home. We go to Colorado, and then we're back at home. So no bad field against San Jose to uh, to excuse that. Um, loss, loss, loss. Loss, loss, loss. After that, we play uh, Vancouver. Probably a loss. 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 Uh, we play LAFC. Uh, at the at the stank, uh, yeah, hey, you know I, what? I know. You know what? Draw. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think we lose that game. Yeah, um, that's a draw. But, but then, that's a draw. yeah, uh, and then and then we face Portland again, uh, this time at home, um, and yeah, probably a loss. Um, I think Portland's doing just fine without uh, Blanco. Yeah, um, I, Colorado and, and obviously is, has our number. Like that's definitely a loss. Um, when I asked Bobby that, earlier, you know, you know, would you would you change the coach now or would you change it later it depends on what the galaxy wants to do um if you think that this season was already a wash it didn't matter sure just let's go to go in there and look for your coach if you're going to make a coaching change you look for a coach during this whole time and you you sign them as soon as you can to get again to restart well, we don't this know, project we don't have soon. one but that's not the case i don't think there is a coach in the wings uh, oh, that's what I'm saying. You look for one right now. While all this is going on, you look for one right now so that come January, you 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 have to like, you want to sign a coach as soon as possible to get the project going. You don't want to sign them like two weeks before the season starts, obviously. So you want to do that. You get rid of them now because you actually want to make the playoffs and you want to salvage, you know, whatever dignity you have left. And no, you don't, you don't hire a permanent replacement. You you do have to just put Dominic Kinnear in that position and hope that, hey, get us in the playoffs. You know, I, it's kind of a slap to Dominic Kinnear where, look, we're going to make you coach again. You can say you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then he let's probably say you won't accept that role. Yeah, he probably not. won't. Maybe not. Um, but 
I, I say just to kind of send a message. Say, look, you know, at least tell me that there's signs of life coming from the FO. Tell me that you're not happy with this and just I'm, I'm going to do it now so that I hope that I stop the bleeding, momentarily stop the bleeding and just salvage whatever I can for the moment before we start again for the what seems the fifth time rebuild again. So, I mean, what, one way or the other, it's a bad look. Don't, don't get me wrong. No matter what you do from this point on, it's a bad look. Okay, you, you, no matter what coach you sign, it's a bad look because you're signing another coach in such a short period of time. It's a bad look no matter what. So, um, but I, I rather you do something than nothing. As Bobby said, like, you're just, you keep burning my toast, man. Like, why would you continue until the end of the season? What the hell is that going to do? At least if I hire someone else, he may not be as good, but shit, I might have slightly less burnt toast. Yeah. I don't know. That means they are better, though. Yeah. There it is. (laughs) There it is. Uh, I was so, going to say, there's an improvement right there. There is an uh, improvement. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, just salvage. Yeah, salvage there were, there were four pieces. There were four pieces of the toast that you didn't burn. It just turns out that the, the, oh the slice stop was dragging a little bit thicker. My, stop dragging my analogy to the grave, please. Stop it. Louis, <laughs> uh, do we have questions uh, on Twitter? We, we do have a couple questions uh, on Twitter. Um Man of Serrano asks, so we still trust in the process or nah? I stopped I mean, a long time ago. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out what that process is. <laughs> right. What What is the process? Uh, uh, I don't know if, the process if the process, is, if the process is... A podcast um, every week? Have, have, have a string of bad games until the point where your players are getting bullied online or, or, you know, <laughs> so much shit talked by the, by the fans that they uh, are forced to go on a little bit of a win streak and then, you know, rinse and repeat. Uh, then maybe, maybe, maybe that's the process. Uh, no, I don't trust the process. There is no process. Yes, there is that's, no process. That's, that's the part of it is that there is no process. Yeah. All right. And let's see at Pontius fan four, four, five asks, you get to control GBS for the next game. What line, what lineup do you start with, and what formation? This is a you know this is this is a, the, a question that's kind of like I'm not even sure if this is a, a, an actual gotcha question because your lineup shouldn't look that much different than what is being put out on the field. Yeah, you have yeah. your best possible players out there. They should be um, performing like this. <laughs> They should be, yeah. I mean, they should be performing better. I don't think it's the players or the formation they're being put in. It's what they're being asked to do or not asked to do. Um, that's where it is. It, it's it's the it's the tactics and the strategy that you have coming into the game, knowing like, look, here are my. This is the team's weakness. This is what their strengths are. Um, these are my player strengths uh, and weaknesses. I, I need to go by by that but if, if you're putting out the same type of tactics or lack thereof week in week out where there's like you don't change no matter what like you're not barking orders you're not on the sidelines shouting I- instructions you're not getting on these players cases for you know not hustling or not being where they're supposed to be you're just kind of sitting there just looking lost, looking frustrated, looking worried, looking, you know, puzzled. You know, it's, I, I, I can't imagine that another coach would have a, a, a vastly different lineup than what is being put out there right now. You know, and like, and if, and like part of me is kind of like, okay, I know that the Galaxy are 0-6-2 when Chicharito is in the lineup. They have yet to win a game while he's in the lineup, and he's only scored two goals. Or the Galaxy have only scored two goals while he's in the lineup. It's 0-6-2. That's, that's a hell of a stat. So if you were to take out Chicharito and put Ethan Zhu back, look, you suffer massively in the front. There is no comparing those two. But you got a better record when Ethan Zubak's in there. By far. Like, by, by far. A lot. By a lot. So, so here's so I, I drew up a lineup right now, which I would which some which is something I think I might want to try. Um, so if I'm uh, if I'm GBS uh, this uh, this weekend, I go with a, a empty bucket four four two, 
Um, I go in right. Sua, Depew, Steris, uh, Araujo, obviously Jonathan Klinsman in the goal. Um, uh, yes, I said that. Uh, Kitchen, uh, play, <laughs> Kitchen playing D mid um, with Legette kind of uh, uh, next to him. So you got Legette and Kitchen, uh, Efra and Yoni uh, on the wings, and then Chijan Babon up front in a stacked uh, forward lineup, not next to each other, stacked. Uh, okay, so, so you went four four one. So it's a four one. one so it's a four one three one one. Four one three one one. No, no, no. Sorry, four. Sorry, That's, four two. Do we have that four, many two, players? Two one one. Four, four, four two, 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 one, two one. one one. Yeah. So it's a four four two, but it's configured different. But it's configured right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll go with you, but I mean, if you're not putting. <sighs> If you're going by, I, I have not won a game with Chicharito, and I'm going to sit him on the bench. I'm putting either the the, the player that where, where you're winning games and Ethan Zubac, or I'm going to go ahead and ride the hot hand and have Augustine Williams give it a ride. Well, hold on, because hold on, the question, hold what? on, the question, the question was, and I don't think there's a mechanism for uh, the Galaxy two to loan. Uh, Augustine Williams up to the first team right now because of COVID restrictions. I think that's been kind of the case. So why you don't see players move up and down? Josh has talked about it. Right? This is true. Has talked about yes, it. Yes, this um, is true. So the question, the question from the listener was, if I can control GBS. So I'm assuming that that means that GBS does not get to choose whether or not he puts Chicha on the field. He's getting on the field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Obviously, you didn't have Jonathan in there because Jonathan won't be available. No, he's, not, he's not available. Yeah, let's talk about that. What do you What do you say about that? What do you say about Jonathan wanting to go to the national team for a meaningless friendly while the Galaxy hurting? And, I mean, if you want to be optimistic, fighting for a playoff spot, knowing that you're going to miss the next several games as a captain, Number what one, do you, do you blame him? Partially, I can. I I, I know what you're do you saying. Blame him for you're... wanting to get the fuck out of there in I, that toxic environment. Would you, would number you... two, number two, I think the galaxy is done. Regardless of whether he's there or not, they're done for the year. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I so, agree it, does, with that so part. it doesn't matter. You might as well go to Mexico, where maybe maybe he comes back with some confidence. Maybe he fix he works out whatever is is happening with him. In in the you know because I really do think that with him coming back from um, from the injury, his fitness, his confidence, his form, all of that needs to get fixed. It's not going to happen at the Galaxy. So I think you you let him go to the environment that he's going to be. I think that he's going to do better in, and I you know he's going to get a break from being at, around the Galaxy, and he's going to come back hopefully at the end of the year. Uh, because he's, I'm assuming he's going to have to quarantine when he comes back. He is. Um, so he'll probably miss, what, four games, I think, is what the estimate is? I It could be four to five, maybe even six, just depending on, I mean, it really depends. I, I, you're playing four games in two weeks. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it could be maybe even five. I don't know. But um, it's just... I don't know. I, I kind of don't let's like that. It, yeah, I, let's call it four. I mean, yeah, I get it. I get it. He's the captain. He should he should be the leader. But I mean, he, he was he's been disappointing this year. And I think that uh, you, you let you just let him go. You let him go. You let him go do his thing. Maybe he comes back refreshed. Maybe he comes back, um, you know, uh, with something different. I I, I again I kind of speaks. And again, really, this is just me. I think under uh, other circumstances, I would probably, you know, I would probably think differently. Um, but I think the way the team is right now, and you know, that you're allowing your DP, one of your best players, to go out and play a non-qualifier. It was one thing to say if it's a, if it's a World Cup qualifier, like if Pavon would have went or Felcher is going. Although I don't care if Felcher goes, but you know, if Pavon goes because it is a World Cup qualifier. You know, I would feel a little different. Like, hey, you know, that's kind of an important thing. I get it; it sucks, but a meaningless friendly during again, if you care, if you have dignity during a playoff push at the end of the season, and you're allowing him to go, 
like that speaks volumes to the club as well. Because now you're again, they're okay with finishing dead last. They're okay not making the playoffs. They're okay saying, yeah, we didn't give a shit about the season, even though you told us differently. Even though you told us differently, you're telling us again, you're you're okay with this shit show. I we they obviously do not care about this season. And if they don't care about this season, there's your answer of, of whether or not GBS is on the hot seat. If they're saying this is a throwaway season, we are free rolling and we're okay with what's going on because next year is when the real season starts. Hmm. Again, again, with who? With who? again, again, this is, this is the state of your club, ladies and gentlemen. That is the state of your club. Yeah. Uh, is that, is that it for the, uh, Twitter questions? That is it for the Twitter questions. Uh, thank you to, um, to Manuel Serrano and to Pontius Fan of Five for submitting your, uh, your questions. And, um, I mean, I've, I have nothing else guys. All right, David, anything? Uh, yeah, just a real quick, uh, shout out to, uh, Angel City's uh, uh, oh, yes. led supporter group, uh, 1781, uh, Mosaic 1781. Uh, we went out to uh, go donate uh, uh, at their uh, their event this weekend at Anna's Pizza, picked up some pizza. Uh, so they did a joint event with uh, with Anna's and with AFCHA to uh, collect uh, sports bras for uh, the ladies down in uh, Central America. And I believe uh, Louis, uh, I believe Crafty Nurse, uh, uh, AKA Dominique uh, had uh, some giveaways or she, she collaborated with them a little bit. Um, yeah. It was uh, some of her, like her mass and whatever in the, I believe the raffle box that they were, um, you know, for all the donations, you buy a raffle ticket and, you know, um, some of her uh, stuff was in that raffle box. So, yeah. So um, again, uh, we, we want to thank them for, uh, for supporting us. We went out there to support them uh in you know as much as we could uh we we dropped off some uh, a donation um and uh and go check them out because you know they they're out there uh trying to start the supporter culture for uh for a, what will be Angel City at at some point whatever their name ends up being um but that's uh, Mosaic 1781 um and you know very much so they are their own group. They're not tied to one team, uh, one LA team or the other. They're their own thing. They want to build the culture such as that, that everybody should be able to come together and support women's soccer for, for, uh, for the city, for, for Los Angeles, for, for all of really Southern California. Um, so, uh, if you see them on social media or whatever, shout them out, uh, support them as much as you can, uh, as, uh, as, as we're going to try to do. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, no, I know. I clicked the button and I actually muted myself. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode 204. Saying goodbye, David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. And this is Bobby. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.